This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. There's somebody in your life that God has highlighted to you. You know, maybe the way he's highlighted that person to you is that you're just completely irritated with them. You're frustrated with them. You, you're, you're kind of, you've written them off because you just, you're over it because they're just so, they're just irritating and frustrating and obnoxious and they don't want to hear anything you've had to say. Don't write them off. Get on your knees and go to war because it may very well be that God is working in that person's life and you can't see it because it's, It's at a gut level, it's down deep inside. Have you ever wondered how God might use us to bring others into a close relationship with God? Today, Pastor Robert reads from the book of Acts and teaches us about our willingness to enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ and how God uses others to bring us to Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. God acknowledges that these people have made the decision in their hearts to trust Jesus and follow Him. How does He do that? By sending His Spirit upon them. That indicates He was already within them. He has moved in. He's given them life, and now He overflows them. And that's exactly what we see happening there, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But it teaches us, this passage and and what we see recounted to us here, teaches us three things. Well, really four that I want you to look at. One is that the basis of our acceptance by God, the basis of our acceptance in the Beloved, has nothing to do with our ethnicity, nothing to do with our race. The word that Peter used there, look back at it with me, verse 34. Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears Him and works righteousness is accepted by Him. The word that he uses, the Greek word, is ethnos. He's saying in every people group, every different ethnic group, God has people who are hungry for Him, who are searching for Him, who want to know Him. If there's a thirst, if there's a hunger for God, it's because God is drawing that person. It's it's a gift that God has given. The Bible teaches us. Jesus Himself said that no person, no human being, ever desires a relationship with Him unless the Father draws that person. Unless God is doing a work in our hearts, I'm all about me, apart from Him. The only thing I care about is what's going to make me feel better, make me happy, you know? I'm I'm focused on my needs and my desires and my pleasures as a human being, as a a broken, imperfect, self-centered creature. 
the Scriptures declare He's placed eternity in our hearts. There's a, there's a thirst in there. There's, it's like we're, we're never satisfied. Proverbs tells us the eyes of man are never satisfied. You start feeding yourself, feeding your flesh, you, you just get more hungry. You just want more. The human appetites. And when you see someone around you that you, you recognize that, you know, this, there's this thirst. And it may be, you know, literal. I mean, you know, they're, they're going out every night partying and they're just knocking them back, right? Well, you need to recognize, rather than writing that person off, as some of us are prone to do, that all it is is they're trying to satisfy that thirst that God has put within them and they don't know how. They don't know how. And you need to, if, if God, if there's somebody in your life that God has highlighted to you, you know, maybe the way He's highlighted that person to you is that you're just completely irritated with them. You're frustrated with them. You, you're, you're kind of, you've written them off because you just, you're over it because they're just so, they're just irritating and frustrating and obnoxious and they don't want to hear anything you've had to say. Don't write them off. Get on your knees and go to war. Because it may very well be that God is working in that person's life and you can't see it because it's, it's at a gut level. It's down deep inside. There's something going on. It doesn't matter who they are. You understand? In every ethnicity, in every group of people. See, the, this was a major revelation to Peter because the Jewish people, they're the chosen people. And they are. But what they had forgotten was that they were chosen to be God's priests among the nations. The whole point was that God, what God chose them for was to represent Him in their world. Same thing He's chosen you and me for. If you're a Christian, the Bible says you are intended by God to represent Jesus Christ in your world. You're not just, you know, chosen and, and called apart and, and saved and His Spirit doesn't live within you just for you. You read the Bible, He tells us everything He does in our lives is about other people. It's not only about other people. You are blessed by God when you serve God and give yourself to other people. Offer yourself to your neighbors and your co-workers and your family members. And they had forgotten that. And he, God's using Peter now to remind them and to open that door. It's, it's listen, I chose you. Yes, you're, you're, you were to receive first but you were to receive the revelation of the one true and living God first so that you could then go and be a revelation to the world around you. And God says to Peter, now basically, now we're getting to that part, Peter. I want you to go with these men without doubting. I want you to eat with them. I want you to feel free to be a part of their lives, and I want you to share with them the way to be made alive. So Peter does, but first he has to understand that the basis of our acceptance into the beloved, it's not race. Second thing is he had to understand, and we need to, that the basis of our acceptance into the beloved is not religion or ritual. See, there are a lot of people today that don't understand that. I didn't understand it. I mean, there was a time 25, 30 years ago now where I really thought I was good because I had been baptized. I had my ticket to heaven. Because when I was a kid, when I was 11 or 12 or whatever I was, I walked down the center aisle of a church, you know, not that unlike this one in terms of the layout, and, and I told the pastor that 
I wanted to give my life to Jesus. And he said, okay, that's good. So let's pray together. And he led me in a little prayer, and I said whatever he told me to say. A couple of weeks later, I got baptized. You know, I came in on a Sunday night, and they gave me this little robe to put on so that my clothes wouldn't get wet. And he took me. They had a little baptismal pool in the back of the church, and they filled it up you know, with water. And um, he asked me if, if I had decided to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I said, yes, sir. And he said, then I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And he dunked me under the water, and I came back up, and everybody clapped, and then I went and changed clothes, and I was a Christian. Only I wasn't. Why, why wasn't I? I mean, isn't that what? No. The ritual did nothing. The ritual did nothing. Why not? Because there was no heart change. There was no heart change. I just didn't want to go to hell. And as you've heard me say before, I wanted to be able to drink the grape juice and eat the little crackers on Wednesday nights when they did communion because that's what the adults did. And then you got to vote in the business meetings at the church and it was like a rite of passage. But it was nothing about a, a living relationship with Jesus Christ. And see, that is the basis of our acceptance, the Bible says. A living relationship with a living Savior. That, for me, was a major epiphany. You know, I grew up in church. I mean, I heard all about it. The resurrection, I heard it every week. But it wasn't until I was an adult that it dawned on me, that means He's alive. Jesus Christ is alive. And when the Bible says He wants to be my friend, when the Bible says He wants me to follow Him, it's not figurative. It's literal. He wants me to actively follow. It's a relationship. His Spirit comes to live inside me to make me alive eternally, but also to get some work done in me that needs to be done. There's a transformation that begins. And the way He does that is to begin leading me step by step, day by day, in my choices and decisions and my attitudes. And I had a conversation with one of the brothers last week, and I said, you know, you realize I'm a completely different creature than I was 25 years ago. I am not the same man. For that matter, I'm not the same man I was 15 years ago or 10 years ago because the transformation process is an ongoing process. He's still working in me. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com, and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening at Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Cold Case Christianity. A homicide detective investigates the claims of the gospel by J. Warner Wallace. This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. 
From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.